So today is a real uh, special day that the church calls upon us to uh, pray and do penance. That's why I'm wearing a violet today, just a reminder of maybe a little extra sacrifice or, or prayer that we can do. And thanks for so many of you coming to Mass today, but uh, also maybe a little uh, penance or sacrifice that we can offer today for uh, for the unborn and for, uh, for the uh, conversion of hearts and that... Um, like we celebrate this Mass for Peace and Justice, that, uh, that we can get this law overturned and that we can all have all human life always uh, protected from the moment of conception until natural death. And I was reading the, the bishop's uh, article that he wrote in The Observer uh, the other day, and he said, today we recall, um, if it's not yet, what has come to be recognized, if it's not yet recognized as this, but it, probably one day will be, I, I think it is already, we recall that one of the lowest moments of our, our national history, we recall one of the mo lowest moments of our national history, and just, just as a reminder, it was January 22nd, 1973, where Roe v. Wade uh, allowed abortion as a right uh, to privacy, and then Doe v. Bolton was passed the same day uh, in Georgia, where basically made, there was no restriction um, at any time. So any mother could, could choose to, to have abortion at any time. So if we remember too, our founding fathers wrote in the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with the certain unalienable rights. Among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yet today, um, we're allowing taxpayer dollars to be, our own taxpayer dollars, we have to be using those or the government's using them to pay for abortion. And uh, the new administration has been very clear too uh, that their goal is to make, and this is what they say, quote, uh, abortion rights, uh, the law of the land. So it, it's a very difficult time that we're going through, especially as Catholics and Christians, because we don't believe this to be something good obviously for people. Uh, all these readings today we hear so beautifully that we're wonderfully made, each one of us in the image and likeness of God. So there's a real contradiction we see in our society against what we believe as Catholics and Christians, or even just people of goodwill. So we need to continually uh, stand up and be a, a great witness to life. And I know everybody here is and desires to do so, but sometimes we gotta be stirred up to do uh, a little bit more. A great, uh, a great friend of mine and an advocate uh, for the babies just died on Monday. I don't know if anybody uh, heard that, but Joe Scheidler, he's considered the godfather, godfather of the pro-life movement. He just died on Monday, and I think it was quite fitting that he died on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, also uh, this great uh, day we remember somebody who fought for the social rights of every single person, you know? And Joe Scheidler died on that day. He was 93 years old. But I remember him writing, I was, I've been reading some of his books, and on uh, January 23rd, 1973, the day after Roe v. Wade and Dovey Bolton was passed, he was sick with the flu in his house, and he read all four newspapers that came out that talked about uh, the legalization of abortion. And he said he got even sicker. He had the flu, but he got even sicker, and he knew from that moment on that he would, uh, it was his call to stand up for life and to do something to really do something, to take it to heart and do something. He started the pro-life movement in Chicago and uh, Pro-Life Action League. 
And uh, he, <laughs> he fought courageously uh, to get these laws overturned, to, to make the dignity and the sanctity of every human life respected in any way he could. He was out at abortion clinics. I would see him there in his 80s, all the way up until last week before he died. He spoke for the unborn. And I always remember one specific line, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, that he would always tell us when he was at abortion clinics. He said, I will speak up for the children. I will speak up for these little children who have no voice because I pray and I believe and I trust that they will speak up for me when I'm called home and when I'm called to judgment. I always thought that was quite beautiful, that he always knew that those little babies are human beings, that they're children of God, that they're with God in heaven now, but um, that they would stand up for him who also stood up uh, for them. So let's ask the Lord today. It, it's, a, it's a somber day, but it's a day where we never, we never want to lose hope as disciples of Christ. But as we heard in that first reading, the prophet Isaiah, he went out and he courageously um, uh, lived out his calling. He lived out his calling, and I encourage each one of us to do the same. We all have a voice, maybe not a voice like Joe Shidler or uh, the prophet Isaiah, but we all have a voice uh, to stand up uh, for every single human life, especially uh, the unborn. Tonight, the bishop will offer a mass at 6.30 at St. Mary's in Huntley. Maybe that's an extra thing we could do is tune into that mass via live stream. Tonight, we'll pray the rosary at 7 p.m. and offer the litany of life. Maybe we can get more people here to pray tonight for the unborn. Tomorrow, we have a march in Rockford uh, for the protection and sanctity of human life. There's all kinds of different things that we can do, but I just encourage us all to to be activists, peacefully, of course, and lovingly, but we need to be activists for this cause of life. Let's ask the Lord for that grace today to stir up in our hearts where we can be those instruments of life in our surroundings today.